Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 26th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. I will be talking about the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum for the second consecutive week because it is just that important. The WEF and its agenda towers over other news because it is the driver and the controller of what passes for news today. And as a result, this meeting is the most important story in the world. This time, that story is a new disease about to be unleashed on humanity. Yes, indeed, folks. All the grand poobahs and doodahs of the world's most elite club met in Davos, Switzerland last week to continue their assault on humanity and on the sovereignty of nations. Rebuilding trust is their theme for this year's meeting, as was explained by many speakers, including founder and chief executive Klaus Schwab. The very Teutonic Mr. Schwab is now 85 years old, but he continues his efforts to destroy humanity as his Nazi ancestors did before him on second thought. That statement's a little unfair to Nazis, even her Schwab's Nazi father, because they sought to conquer Europe, and the WEF apparently seeks the destruction of humanity itself. This is the same group that brought the world COVID-19 and the response to it. The WEF, along with the World Health Organization, now bring us what they call Disease X, a name to be assigned to Disease X at the time it is unleashed, or at least when it makes its first appearance in the world. Notice, if you will, that the World Health Organization is predicting in advance of its appearance that a supposedly not yet in existence virus will be 20 times more lethal than COVID. None of the things the WEF and the WHO are saying about this new virus New pandemic can possibly be known in advance unless they are planned and deliberate in conjunction with the announcement that disease X is coming is an effort now fully underway to take health decisions out of the hands of doctors and patients, even out of the hands of national governments. The WHO treaty, <coughs> the WHO treaty is likely designed to deny treatment for whatever deadly pathogen they unleash on us except their Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, Big Pharma design vaccine, which will likely be far more deadly than the virus. In other words, the virus or what type of pathogen they decide to unleash on humanity is not the bioweapon. The bioweapon is the vaccine. In keeping with whose prediction, there can be little doubt that another deadly pathogen will soon be unleashed on the world, I suspect. It will appear right after the WHO Treaty is approved and finalized. The predictions, projections are coming from Bill Gates and his World Economic Forum group of Save the Earth Messiahs, the same ones who have announced many times that their goal is to reduce the Earth's population by 7.5 billion people. The politicians, politicians of the world and their controlled media seem intent on doing nothing to inform the people of what is coming to the contrary. They will likely deny life-saving treatment to their people until, for most of them, it is too late. This WHO treaty, which I believe the U.S. Senate is to give final approval of in May of this year, is a very concerning one to me because it cedes control over medical decisions to an international group of people that have not been elected or voted on, but who people in the United States are supposed to trust to have their best interests at heart. I don't trust them, folks. I don't trust them at all. I remind you that the 
Americans fought a war against Great Britain to become free and independent people. I, for one, don't trust the WEF or the WHO or Bill Gates and his pharmaceutical Frankenstein concoctions. It's bad enough that health care decisions are left in the hands of Joe Biden and the controlled Democrat media, let alone transferring it offshore to non-Americans. Let me give you a scenario that could possibly happen. This is a nightmare, I admit, but I also submit that in light of this coming WHO treaty, it's entirely possible. During COVID, when I saw a doctor for an annual checkup, I was normally asked if I had been vaccinated. Once it became undeniably obvious that the vaccine did nothing to prevent the virus or prevent transmission of the virus, they stopped asking. Suppose the decision was made in advance by an international bureaucracy over which your doctor has no control. Just before Thanksgiving, I suffered a detached retina in my left eye and had immediate surgery to repair it. I had very fine doctors. They saved my sight, but if, it had not, if I had not had the surgery available on an emergency basis, I would have been blind. So the question is this. Have you been vaccinated for disease X? If your answer is no, and you are unwilling to have the vaccine, then you will not be treated and you will be blind. Project that forward onto many diseases, which would be curable with surgery, but fatal without it. And you can see the problem. Is that how people are supposed to be treated in America, or is that a controlled slave state? If what I just presented comes to pass, then you know once and for all, that we no longer live in a free and independent society. We are not free and independent people. Please keep in mind that you, the one refusing the vaccine, would be the bad guy, not the ones requiring it. The media would universally spew out its propaganda that all Americans must have the vaccine or become enemies of the state. The people would be terrified of this killer disease, would line up to accept the killer shots. Few people would sympathize with anyone so dangerous, so disregarding of public health as to not believe the propaganda. The scenario I just laid out is tyranny on an international scale. I'm afraid it might be coming to America as soon as they can arrange it. The open talk of the dangers of disease X is the beginning of the propaganda campaign, which will crank up in earnest as soon as... Dr. Evil finishes his deadly cocktail. Lockdowns, quarantine camps, mandatory, safe and effective vaccines, all are possible. All were used in various countries of the West during COVID. Never mind what citizens of this country or that country might decide for themselves under the now obsolete system of what used to be known as national sovereignty. If any of those dissident types endeavor to think for themselves, their thoughts are deemed disinformation. For example, Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, gave the keynote speech at this year's forum. She warned the assembled Davos men, the good and the great, that disinformation and misinformation are all over the place on the Internet just waiting to dash the plans of the kind and benevolent Davos men. She explained that all this disagreeable information cannot be allowed to thwart their plans. So the European Commission has made ready the Digital Services Act. She explained that the reason for all this top-down control of what used to be called free speech is that if controlled, it can morph into hate speech, which is the most dangerous kind of speech. Misinformation, disinformation, 
or what exactly? Well, that's the easy one, folks. That's the easy one. It's whatever the WEF says it is. But Ms. Bonderland did not specify exactly what she thinks it is. One can surmise that what I'm saying right now is misinformation because I am saying it in print and out loud that the WEF and its junior partner, the WHO, are evil and should be abolished before they are able to continue their regime of mass murder. Ursula told them that the reason all the billionaires of the world and their functionaries meet in Davos each year is, quote, because all their democracies and their businesses have interests that align, creating prosperity, wealth, and security for people, creating a stable environment to unlock innovation and investment and creating equal opportunity and freedom, end quote. So we must all live in fear. We must all live in fear because the next round is just around the corner. The next pandemic is on its way, but the WEF and the WHO, acting through their captive governments with the aid of pharmaceutical companies, will be there to save us. We all should endeavor to follow their dictates and take their killer vaccines. Mr. Bill Gates has been announcing the coming of a new pandemic ice age for many years. By a strange coincidence, he controls about a trillion dollars worth of pharmaceuticals. Logic tells me that the risk of a global pandemic should be decreasing in the world, not increasing. Why? Well, because of improved sanitation worldwide, improved response to localized hotspots of outbreaks like Ebola in Africa, along with improved immune systems, better nutrition, etc. The truth about immune systems might not be that rosy, however. Many scientists and doctors led by the work of Belgian virologist Gert Vandenbosch, our warning of a severe danger lurking in the WEF and WHO plans to involve disease X. The Belgian doctor warns of the dangers of vaccinating into the teeth of a pandemic. He says the world can be can expect an extremely high mortality rate in highly vaccinated countries where that is done. He is concerned that a new COVID variant will not be stopped by immune systems already damaged by vaccines. He warns of potential catastrophe, this doctor, this scientist, if we allow the plans of the enemies of humanity to go forward. He fears a frightening number of deaths, even to the point that complex systems in complex societies would fail because there would be no one left to run them. We, as still somewhat free people, had better start listing. We better start listening to these people and what they are planning to do. Perhaps the WEF, the WHO, the EU could fail because our medical system collapses. Perhaps her Schwab, Miss von der Leyen, Bill Gates, the rest of the good, great and good global government enthusiasts could be discredited before they are able to kill off humanity to prevent any upsy humans from trying to resist the evil plans of these people. Her Schwab showed his total disdain for ordinary people by saying out loud the part of his plan that heretofore has remained secret. He openly dismissed the need for elections, saying that such choice should not be left to the people, but rather to the elites and their artificial intelligence. Quote, you do not even need to have elections anymore because you already know the results. End quote. Could this be a pronouncement? from on high, from the heights of the Swiss Alps to justify the cancellation of the U.S. 2024 elections because of a worldwide pandemic, of course. Maybe, maybe it is, I suppose. 
Time will tell. I wonder if it bothers anyone besides me that the people elected to government offices appear to be owned by a group of unelected billionaires in other countries. In conclusion, folks, I bring this second Castle Report on the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum because it is of the most vital urgency that people know and understand what is coming their way. It is also important to know that governments are rapidly moving toward a global system controlled by some type of unelected technocracy. The people in control of the new global system are insane, satanic lunatics. But they're also completely invested in what they're doing. They intend to follow through with it. They will intimidate and buy the politicians of the world to come on board their train to global tyranny. I pray that people of all political persuasions will wake up before it's too late. Finally, folks, I'll leave you with some good news, some good news, so that you know that not everything is bad. There is plenty of room for hope. People are starting to understand that something is wrong. More and more people refuse to believe their lies any longer. Many of the stories upon which foundation the less lies the rest are crumbling. And the January 6th lie is now front and center. The lie is unraveling. With it could come the unraveling of other prominent lies. The new president of Argentina is a bright spot. It seems to understand what's happening. Javier Millet of Argentina is good for his word. He stood by his principles when he spoke to the Davos men. He also flew commercial to Davos. That alone is enough to recommend him. Perhaps others will join him and help expose those fake messiahs to the light of day. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.